Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Daniela Sandoval. It's Tuesday, December 15th, and it's 9 p.m. It's pretty late, but thank you for listening to me. Um, I'm just going to get started. So I really don't have a name for my podcast yet because I have commitment issues. And I do have some ideas of what I want to call it, but I'm just going to first, you know, it's like kind of when you know you have a baby and you don't know what you want to name it. Um, and you kind of just wait it out for like a week or two and they're kind of like no name and you try like random names. Um, for instance, like my cousin Nora just had a baby and they named the baby. Oh my God, I forgot the name. The middle name's Mateo, but anyways, um, so like she was like, yeah, we, we gave him like three names, but we're going to wait it out and see what fits well. And I was like, you gave him three names? I was like speechless but anyways same thing with this this is my baby so um i haven't really figured out what i want to name it yet i have two names in mind but we'll see what direction it goes in and then we'll figure it out but for now you're just listening to me talk um i know that i'm not like a super interesting person like you know i'm not anything out of the ordinary i'm a pretty relatable person and um, the intention behind this podcast and this journey, I guess, is just to kind of curate my life a little bit more, like, for myself. Um, but also, I just want to share, like, different stories that I have and just things that happen to me on a daily basis. And hopefully someone relates to it, gets a little laugh here and there, and, um, you know, just, like, kind of build community and vibe, like, I feel like I have, like, immaculate vibes, you know? Like, I I vibe. I vibe hard. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But anyways, so yeah, that's pretty much the intention. And um, without further ado, I'm just going to get to it, you know? So right now, I'm in my room. I'm sorry if you, like, get background noises. Um, uh, Maybe a train will pass by. Currently, I live in La Puente. And there's a train that every now and then whistles, whistles. Um, sorry, I'm so excited and I'm just talking really fast. Okay, I'm gonna breathe and I'm gonna, I'm gonna calm down, right? Wait, wait, let's breathe. Breathe with, breathe with me. Ready? One, two, three. Okay, we're good. We're chilling. Um, so yeah, I'm just sitting here. I'm sorry for any background noise. I don't have the money to, um, buy a space like a studio so that I don't ha- get any background noise, but I'm, you know, doing the thing with what i have so here we are i'm sitting on the floor of my room and half of my body's on the floor and the other half is on my mattress my mattress is also on the floor that's a funny story so let me tell you i have a really bad history with um bed frames this particular bed frame that i bought not too long ago um i bought it off of someone on uh this app called let go it's just like people post things and they sell things and um this lady she was like maybe in her late 20s like 27 28 maybe i don't know i'm really bad with ages like figuring people people's ages out i just think people past 25 are really old i'm only 22 but anyways um this lady sold this bed to me and uh she said oh i had bought it off of someone and um the reason why i didn't keep it was because i have a queen mattress and it's a full it's for a full bed i was like oh okay so i really liked it because it was like a kind of like a 
teal light blue color it was distressed it had like this nice vintage like kind of like vibe to it and like i i really liked it i was like oh finally i'm gonna have a nice bed frame i'm gonna be comfortable because like lord knows all throughout my college experience i also struggled with like my bed situation um so i went to ucla uh, i recently graduated and um you know the first two years they were pretty it was pretty easy in terms of like you know, I didn't have to figure out, like, my bed or situation where I was going to sleep because, you know, we had the uh, typical, like, bed frame and, like, little mattress that uh, the university provides. The, you know, 14 k that I had to pay for room and board. Uh, I think that's how much I paid. Mm, I don't remember prices, but... um, So, that, that was for the first two years. And once I got my first off-campus apartment, um, it was, like, the summer of my... I think it was my sophomore year. Um... We had to buy air mattresses because four of my roommates and I lived in a one-bedroom apartment off campus. And um, we didn't have a lot of space. But honestly, um, that's probably like the one summer that I like spent the least amount of uh, money on rent on. Because we were paying like each $400 at one point. And eventually one of my roommates left and we had to pay like a little bit extra but it was not that bad but i slept on an air mattress for like june july august maybe mid-september and then um eventually we got our apartment for the full academic year which was gonna be my junior year and we well obviously i was not gonna sleep on an air mattress for forever so um i decided to make the investment and buy a bed frame and a mattress and um, by investment I mean I was gonna buy it off of Amazon because obviously I did not have the financial resources to you know buy a nice bed frame from like Ashley's or any other furniture store and yeah sure like maybe if I would have asked my mom for money she would have done it but at the time you know um, I was working and like I wanted to kind of be on this independent like pay for my own things kind of grind so i ended up buying an 80 dollars bed frame from amazon and a hundred dollar <laughs> mattress from uh, amazon as well and so it was all uh, it was all good you know like for the first half of the year but eventually um my bed frame gave out um it was a metal be bed frame and um the railings kept on falling off and eventually one day I just got tired of it and I just threw it out to be honest with you and I was like kind of like in the same situation just sleeping on the floor technically like my mattress on the floor um and then unfortunately um they found out where we used to live that we had more people living in our apartment than we sh we should have so um yeah one of my roommates had to leave um Saida and she let me borrow her bed for the rest of the school year and um pretty much the summer that I stayed there and then because I also did summer session <sighs> and then I eventually moved to another apartment I got a different different bed frame from Amazon as well however uh, one of my roommates had bought that bed frame already from Amazon and she recommended it to me so you know I was like okay whatever like it'll last me the, the one year that I need it for so I, I bought it and that was that it lasted me all throughout the my senior year 
And so fast forward to now, uh, my brother also goes to UCLA. So he was moving into his new apartment when I was leaving. So I was like, hey, you know what? Um, You can take my bed frame and my mattress. It's technically new. I've only used the mattress for two academic years and then the bed frame for one. It's pretty sturdy if you want it. He was like, I'll take it. And I was like, cool. So I got a full-size uh, mattress because I'm a queen and I deserve more than a twin. And um, I bought this um, bed frame, vintage bed frame that I really liked uh, for $150 off of this app. And uh, fast forward to November, it broke and I couldn't put it back together anymore. And I was really sad because it was just the vibe. But I don't know, it's also weird because um, I don't know if it was because, like, we moved to a new place or whatever, but ever since I stopped le- sleeping on that bed frame, I stopped getting nightmares. I don't know, you know, I do believe in the supernatural, but I don't know, I don't know, dude. I've been sleeping really well on the floor, so I guess it was kind of a blessing in disguise, maybe. But, yeah, I already ordered a new bed frame from Target, and um, hopefully that one is sturdy and it's good quality and I don't have to invest in a new one but anyways that's my situation right now so I'm on the sleeping on the floor technically but it's all good um I have a little dog her name's Bolita and she comes to sleep with me every night and she's she's so funny she just like you know she has little short legs so now she can just climb onto my bed without having to jump technically um so yeah that's also another positive out of this whole situation but anyway speaking of situations um covid it's a real thing huh it's it's kind of a crazy time especially like i mentioned i graduated during this whole pandemic and let me just tell you ah yeah that's that i'm just kidding yeah it's been hard dude like i've been trying to look for a job and like you know like trying to connect with like people that I worked with in the past like I worked in the library for three years and unfortunately they're not hiring um but um I don't know I'm just trying to figure it out like I would like to get a job in something like an industry where I could potentially see myself going to graduate school for that um because Honestly, like, I mean, I studied Spanish community and culture and comparative literature with a minor in global studies. And don't get me wrong, I freaking love literature. I freaking love Spanish. It's like my vibe. Like, I love learning about it. I love writing about it. Um, I love reading literature. However, um, now that I am in this stage of my life, um, I know I have to develop Uh, actual skills that um will get me a job right that's i mean where i'm at um because obviously you know um undergraduate careers or journeys don't prepare you with skills unless you know you're doing something like computer science or you know like things that give you a skill so that when you enter the workforce you have you can you know get a job um the only thing that i can do is translate like i'm uh, not to toot my own horn but I am an avid translator. I can do it simultaneously. Like, I can do it on the spot. Like, let's go. Give me anything, I'll translate it. And it see, that's the thing about translation. It's not just about 
finding the word it's like the cultural context there's like so many components to translation that people don't realize and i'm really good at it like um i'm really really good at it but obviously like i would have to get a certificate you know go through the training and like i mean it's been six months since i graduated so it might not be that bad of an idea we'll see um we'll see what where life takes me i'm just on this journey called life and i'm just riding the wave you know oh, he needs God. some milk um but yeah also this um i keep coming back to this like podcasting venture thingy um because um if there's like maybe one career path that i'd be like wow like if i could do that without getting paid and like i mean obviously that's not realistic at all but like i oh my god you like i love like late night tv has always been my thing like i love comedy i love all those skits and if there's like one thing that i admire is like you know like jimmy fallon jimmy kimmel and in spanish um otro rollo with adal ramones i don't know if anybody knows or is acquainted with adal ramones but i mean i really i i think that would be like my dream job like just to like host saturday night live or even in spanish oh my god that'd be so cool but yeah i mean anyways kind of went off topic with that but it relates to this podcast because um i don't know uh i know that whatever it is that i do um i want to do it i want to i want to be able to talk to people i want to be able to um just like i don't know hear stories um tell stories and uh storytelling has been such a big part of my life thus far even when i was like really small i um my mom really um what's the word she really planted that seed in me to always ask people what their stories are like she would always tell me about my grandfather her dad she would tell me like about his childhood and her childhood and i was always just like a very curious child and um i love to hear stories eventually i would like to get um people that are in my life into the this podcast and just like kind of hear like different anecdotes that they have you know and uh different experiences and just i love i love talking to people about different things like i have such an um i don't know like a um i would say an interesting thought process i talk a lot of like i philosophize things like on a daily basis like I talk about really deep things in my opinion like that not really everybody thinks about. I constantly self-evaluate. Uh I'm a very deep thinker. Um I really think that I am and I have a very um different perspective on life. Um I would say in comparison to other people. And yeah, um that's also part of the intention of this podcast. Uh yeah, I love storytelling. I love stories um and but yeah anyways going back to just uh this covid time it's it's really stressful um i i don't know it's just it's really opened my eyes to a lot of things um i started going to therapy because um i feel like i had for once in my life all this time to just think i mean not that i didn't 
already think a lot but like all my thoughts just became like hella amplified like I started thinking a lot I got really into my head I started doing a lot of things to like you know grow as an individual I had to let go of some people unfortunately um that were just like not aligning with me anymore and it's not to say that I don't like still have a lot of love for those people I really really do um except I just had to go on this journey of self-discovery um to learn more about myself to learn about what makes me feel good about myself what makes me happy um when I'm by myself by myself um because there were just a lot of things going on in me um 2019 was a really draining year and emotionally um and so i decided to take some accountability for my actions and those actions were not aligning with who i believe that i am and it took a lot of reflection and um yeah i had to take ownership and accountability and i did and i am it's a a battle an everyday battle but i'm really proud of the progress that i've made and even though along the way I've had, like I mentioned, I've lost, like, maybe one person that I really cared about. Um, I feel like it had to happen for me um, because otherwise I would not have gained um, all this knowledge that I now have about myself. And I would not have acquired the emotional intelligence that I have now that I lacked then. Um, So just like I had to step back and grow myself... Um, I know that I had to take a step back for the, that individual to also grow. Um, I really don't know if, you know, we could be on completely different wavelengths, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, I'm working on myself. I'm working on being better and challenging myself um, to do new things, to try new things, to be happy on my own. And I think that's what's most important because at the end of the day, like my mom says, um, I didn't come into this world with anybody. I came into this world by myself and I'm going to die by myself. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like just how it is. I have to be happy on my own. And I really do believe that um, people are going to come into my life um, that align with who I am in that moment. And yeah. It's just, it's been, it's been a very crazy journey. Like, I've had months, months of, the months of therapy, to say the least, but I'm really proud of myself. It's been such a journey. Um, but yeah, and like I said, I just moved to a new city and, um, uh, actually, I grew up not too far away from here. Um, so that's a, actually, I'll tell you guys a little bit about, you know my my trajectory like my life's journey um in terms of like place um so like i said did did i say i'm from guadalajara i I probably did but um from guadalajara i was born there i lived there for six years of my life um my parents got divorced when i was six and um i only did i think it was kinder pre-k the equivalent of pre-k kinder and first grade and then um my mom who has all basically all her family is here in the states my mom decided you know what um i can't be here anymore and um it's just too painful for me 
the the divorce was really hard. I mean, I can't even imagine now that I'm older and I kind of like analyze it. But anyways, uh, so she needed her support system, which is her are her sisters. All her sisters are here in the states, um, and we moved. Um, we first lived in Stockton, California, up north, um, kind of like around the Manteca area, Manteca. Um, and then after that, we were only there for a couple of months. Um, I only went to school there for maybe June, July, August, August, September, no, no, September, October, and then November, the week of Thanksgiving break. My mom, um, my brother, me, and oh, also another important person is my cousin Cesar. My cousin Cesar, um, I always... Oh, I'm gonna start crying. Um, but anyways, my cousin Cesar is like such a cool dude. He was the one that um was there throughout that whole transition. Uh oh my god, I'm getting emotional. Um and uh late nights and everything, like he would help me with my homework and translating it and all that stuff and um yeah, he kind of uh embarked on that journey with us and we moved to Doherty. Um where my uh we moved in with my tia rosalva uh um in Duarte. um we lived in Duarte, california for what was maybe 10 years uh no not 10 years uh so basically from the age of 7 to 14 uh i did elementary at maxwell elementary school and high, uh, middle school at northview intermediate um and once I finished my uh, middle school, um, my family, uh, at the time, my immediate family, my brother, my mom and I, we moved to Fontana, um, and we lived in Fontana for maybe my ninth and 10th grade year of high school, and then we moved to Harupa Valley, which is just like a kind of like neighboring city, really small, um, for when I was like going into my junior year of high school and senior year. And then, yeah, eventually I got into UCLA and I left and moved to Westwood. I lived there for four years. Yeah, four years or three or four, whatever. Um, I got my BA and yeah, now I'm living in La Puente. So I'm kind of like in my roots again. Um, that's why I always tell people que yo soy de todas partes. I'm from everywhere. I'm not from here nor there. I'm from everywhere. Um, I have much love for my, my mother, motherland, Guadalajara. Anywhere I go, I, with my head held high, I always say I'm from there. And, um, but I also have high regards for Doherty. Um, it's what I consider to be my second home. And yeah, now I'm here in La Puente. In the hills of La Puente. But anyways, um, it's also been a really interesting experience living here because um so i've been running as a means of exercise and just a way of like de-stressing and letting go of stress um hold on i'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed because i'm talking so fast so i'm gonna invite whoever's listening to take a deep breath with me we're gonna hold it in for three seconds and let go for three all right ready one two three hold it and let it go. 
Okay, thank you. I just needed to ground myself again. Um, but yeah, anyways, so I've been living here in La Puente for a couple of months now, and, as, you know, just as a way of getting to know the city and the neighborhood, um, I started running around, and I've had, like, a series of uncomfortable, um, moments, because, um, well, the first one happened when I was, uh, running around here, and, um, where I live, it's just, like, you go up this one street and it's just that street straight ahead like there's only two one way to go in and one way to go out and like it's kind of like a one mile trajectory to go straight or forward or backward um i don't know if that makes sense but there's like no other like streets to get out it's like just a closed street um and one on one occasion when i was running this taxi driver started following me and I was like, huh? You know, like, at first I thought, oh, this person's just trying to drive by. But, um, they kind of stopped on the side. And then I was going to keep running and cross the street on at one point. But, um, this person kind of, like, cut, kind of, like, turned a little so that where I was going to cross, I would see them. And, uh, so this taxi driver starts, like, mumbling kind of in English and... Um, so I kind of noticed, like, oh, he probably can't speak, um, English that well, or, and so I, I let him know, like, oh, um, si habla español, you know, I, yo, yo también hablo español, si se le facilita más, so that just means, like, oh, if you speak Spanish, like, and you would rather communicate with me in Spanish, like, that's fine, like, I understand, like, I understand Spanish, um, and he's like, oh, si, si, and then he just kind of, like, to make a long story short, um, proceeded to tell me that coronavirus was a hoax and that I should not be wearing like my face mask when I'm running because I you know I could die because I'm breathing in my carbon dioxide and you know to a certain extent I I, I was like hmm maybe that that's a point in my head but at the time I was just kind of feeling really uncomfortable because I just felt followed and I felt watched and I was like you know just trying to get out of the like the conversation um and so this dude, um, I was like, oh, okay, like, thank you for letting me know, la la la, I'm gonna leave now, and, um, he kind of, like, followed me a little bit, and then I was like, what the heck, and this guy, um, he's like, oh, um, he kind of, uh, motioned for me to give him, um, my phone number, because he, like, stuck, like, took his phone, and he's like, oh, can we be friends, I was like, oh, sorry, like, uh, I don't give my phone number to strangers, and then he was like, oh, it's okay. Um, he was like, is that dude um, that runs behind you your husband? I was like, no I'm not married, haha, and then, like, I just made a joke out of it, because I was just, again, trying to get out of the situation, and um, he was like, okay, I'll see you around, kind of, you know, it was awkward, so I just, like, kind of walked the rest of the way home to my apartment. Um, but uh, I was very uncomfortable, and then once I got back to my apartment, I was like, oh, that was such a weird interaction, you know, because, first of all, he kind of insinuated at one point, um, you know, um, when we were talking, like, that he's seen me running here before, and I was like, hmm, okay, he's, he's noticed me before, one, and two, 
like what is there is some dad some dad some dude running behind me and i've never noticed you know so then i started thinking like really like oh shit you know i need to be more aware of like my surroundings when i'm running like i and i'm not usually not you know um yeah just that made me very aware um that you never know who's watching you and it made me um pay attention to my surroundings so um ever since that happened i've just noticed like one time i went to the store not too far away from here um uh to the 99 cent store i think uh, or it was dollar tree and um i went with one of my roommates and uh i i mean i wasn't wearing anything like provocative or anything i was wearing like it was shorts but they were like biker shorts um i think they were gray i was wearing like a long t-shirt and a jacket and just like regular like my air forces and you know my hair up in a ponytail um and i noticed that this guy was kind of like kind of like following me around the store um and at one point i i'm i'm a very i can't like hide my um body language i if something makes me feel uncomfortable i you know, I act as such that I am uncomfortable, and, um, so I, <laughs> I stomped away, uh, when this guy, like, was around me, um, and I looked for my roommate, and I let her know that I was feeling really uncomfortable, and, um, she was like, okay, so I just kind of, like, stuck around with her for the rest of the time that we were at the store, and at one point, this dude walked, he walked, on uh, like, in the opposite direction, and, he had his phone up on his, like, to his chest. Kind of like, you know, when, like, I don't know, it was just weird. Like, and I felt like he was maybe taking a picture of me or, like, a video. And, I mean, I'm not a confrontational person. Like, that I'll be like, hey, are you taking a picture of me? Let me see your phone, you know? Like, but I just felt like he was. And um, right away, I was like, we need to go. And we, my roommate and I left. And... I was just like, it was, that's another experience that I've had that, um, really kind of like, I don't know, just made me aware that, mm, uh, men are gross. <laughs> um, and, you know, to summarize, and, I mean, that's just to name a few, uh, instances where I've had these interactions, and on another occasion, I was again running, and along the, uh, route, route route that i run in there's a starbucks and it's like a drive-thru and i actually just found out that those guys are like n technically my neighbors so i live in an apartment and it's like on a hill and over that hill there's like houses i mean under the hill there's like just a street of houses and i saw that mustang like oh well let me go back a little bit so basically i was running that day and then these two guys in that in this red Mustang kind of like just honked at me like while I was running and like obviously they got my attention because they honked and um I just kind of gave them like a dirty look and like I don't know it made me feel uncomfortable because they kind of like uh drove out of the drive-thru and up on that street where I was running towards and so I was just like oh that's disgusting they're just trying to get my attention uh, whatever, and the other day, I looked down, and I see that same red Mustang, 
and I have a good memory, so I remember the, um, like, first three numbers of their license plate, and I was like, hmm, interesting, but it was very uncomfortable, I just, it's, men make me very uncomfortable sometimes, and, like, you know, I could be minding my own business, and men, men are, men are gross, but not all of them, but some of them, anyway, so, if there's anything that you could take away from that story, is just, if, especially if you're a woman, um, and especially if you like to go run and, like, exercise or whatever outside, outdoors, just be careful. Always tell someone where you're going. I used to be of the habit of, like, I'm going to go run out and I wouldn't tell any of my roommates, you know. But ever since these things have been happening and I've been more aware, I um, if I go run out, I'll, I'll let one of my roommates know, like, hey, I'm going to go run or... Um, you know, share your location with somebody. You just never know. You just have to be careful. Um, all I'm gonna talk about in this episode of my podcast, hopefully next time I have, um, a name for it. I don't know, like I said, I'm still coming up with it. Um, but thank you for listening to me talk for a little bit and getting to know me for a little bit. Um, this is very exciting. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Um, but I keep like kind of psyching myself out and just being scared. And that's the thing. Like, um, I'm scared of failing at this and I'm scared of putting myself out there. But at the end of the day, if we don't do things that make us uncomfortable, then we're never going to grow and we're never going to, you know, see our full potential prosper or blossom or whatever. So, um, yeah, thank you so much to the person that's listening to this. And I'm sorry for all that background noise. Um, I can hear it through my headphones. And um, I'm going to also work on my breathing exercises because I feel like I start talking a lot and then I, I just, like, run out of breath. And it's like, it's hard talking into a microphone for a long period of time um, without knowing how to breathe. So that's something that I'm going to practice, definitely. Um, But yeah, this is just a journey. This is just the beginning. This is the first episode. And thank you so much for listening to me. And um, yeah, this is this is Ani, that Janela Vanilla, uh, signing out. Uh, thank you. Have a nice uh, morning or night. Well, I don't know what time... Well, obviously, I'm not going to know when you're listening to this, but um, thank you so much for listening. I'm, I really, 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 really appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Bye.